Come on over here, sugar buns. This machine just called me an asshole. Welcome to Love and Hate Radio, where we put the fun and dysfunctional. We're going to do some crazy things. Wait, what am I talking about? We have no idea what we're doing or why we're invited back every week. Because we fuck hay bales and stuff like that, so... Love and Hate Radio is brought to you by Valentine Entertainment with your host, Brandon Valentine. Everyone always loves the stupid fat guy, and that's me! And your co-host, Beach Valentine. Oh, spin my nipple nuts and send me to Alaska. You're not the professionals, okay? I always forget about that part. You do, once we added it and then you try talking over it every time. Yeah. And welcome back to Love and Hate Radio with today's guest, Andy Virgo. Somehow I nearly forgot. Yeah, I was going to say, you know Andy. Like, all of a sudden you had to think about it. It was like... Uh, <laughs> concentrating on the the cool music. Yeah, trying yeah. to get the music going and doing the soundboard. Yeah. So occasionally it kind of slips. What your brain? Yeah. 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 Mine does that. <laughs> so yeah. too many fluids from that one time I hit my head. One time. Good point. <laughs> one uh, <laughs> the one time he hit his head, not you hit his head. Oh well, you know, yeah. 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 No, though what's funny on that is when I can remember being, what I was probably seventeen or eighteen. Maybe a little older than that, and I got a hit in the head, and I had to go like to the hospital. And when they did X-rays, the the doctor's like, "Well, it looks like your your previous skull fractures have healed nicely." And I'm like, "Oh, previously what?" (laughs) He's like, "Yeah, I can see everyone healed here, here." And he pointed out like four different spots, and I'm like, "Huh, neat." Oops, guess I should have wore that helmet. I uh, (laughs) I've had a lifelong fear of bungee cords. Oh. Due Ooh. to head injuries, because when I was about five years old, I thought it would be cool to be like Tarzan, and so, <laughs> I, so what I thought would be fun was I took a bungee cord and I hooked it to my belt loop, Ooh. and then I hooked the other end to a tree branch, and I climbed up this ladder that was <laughs> for the fort on this apple tree in our backyard, <laughs> and I jumped, and I am doing the Tarzan yell, you know, oh, oh, yeah, only. The tree branch was rotten, so Ooh. the bungee cord didn't break, and my belt loop didn't break. The tree branch broke, and it came down and snapped and cracked my skull. And wow. Was, yeah, so Ouch. I so I don't use bungee cords anymore, especially for bungee jumping. Like, I was the yeah, original no. bungee jumper, and it did not go Yeah, well. it does not sound like it went well. I remember when I used to go uh, ride motorcycles with my dad, and we were down in Nevada somewhere, and one of the guys we were with, he was putting something on, like, his, his bike and bungeeing it. Yes. And it slipped out of his hand and, like, hit his wife square in the mouth. Oh, my gosh. And, like, knocked out two teeth. Yeah, those things are, they have some power. Like, seriously. I was like, and then she's like, we're done with this trip unless you find a dentist now because I'm not going around missing these damn teeth. (laughs) It's like, it's okay that it looks like he popped you in the mouth, but you just don't want to be missing the teeth. So, yeah, so she went, they found a dentist and they fixed it and then we we continued on. But it was just like, wow, man. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I had a, a lot of head injuries as a kid. I was one of those, like, I never wore a helmet because, I mean, you're my age. Mm-hmm. We didn't wear helmets. What the- yeah. You didn't want to wear a helmet. You you were a nerd if you wore a helmet. <laughs> but, yeah. But I also, the, the first one I know is I had to have uh, staples in my head when I was about three. Oh, wow. Because uh, my older brother wanted my big wheel. Oh. So he basically mm-hmm. picked up a rock. And like a good size rock. He was, you know, a couple years ago, he was five or six, but you know, whatever, and smashed me over the head with it so he could have the big wheel. That's like, like right. I'm not gonna hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna bash your brains. That's like right out of the cartoon. I'm gonna bash yeah. him right the fuck in. <laughs> That's pretty much what he did. But yeah, yeah. he beat me over the head, like smashed me over the head with a rock, and pretty much I fell off the big wheel with my head split open, and he like pushed me off the way, got in the big wheel, and rode away. So. <laughs> Yeah. I remember how many incidents there were on our block, like of one kid throwing a rock at another, or like there was always something. Yeah, and uh, it, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, me, I was, me and my brother, we were we were violent towards each other. So <laughs> I was the one because I was always smaller than him. Um, always smaller. I mean, like in high school, I graduated high school 140 pounds. He was like 190. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we were, there was a huge yeah. difference in like even build and everything. So I was the one that I had no fear 
so I'd find other ways to get him. Like he was afraid of the dark. So he'd be like, walk out to the car or something like, hey, stay on the porch with the light on for me. Oh yeah, sure, dude. <laughs> he gets two steps away from the door, slam the door, shut off the lights and lock the door and piss off. That's funny. <laughs> you know, I, I'd hide under his bed mm-hmm. and oh, wait no. for him to put his feet down and just reach out and snag him. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. I used to do that to like my siblings and stuff a lot, but I was the youngest, so I was always hiding So was somewhere. I, yeah. yeah. Mm. And I was, yeah, I could do that. I would hide a place. And the other thing was I had uh, no fear of heights and I had a lot of upper body strength. Okay. So I was a couple times running from him and there was a stump right behind my parents' house that was just high enough that I could jump from that and catch the bottom, like, uh, eaves of, eve of the house and oh, pull myself yeah. up and onto the roof. Wow. So, and I could also, like, I can remember climbing the uh, maple tree in the backyard mm-hmm. and I climbed it, ran across one of the branches and jumped to the group tree across oh my god I, I had no fear as a child wow and he got up there got onto the branch that i ran across and then realized like where he was and went <laughs> and dropped that we had to call the fire department to come get him out of the tree oh my god <laughs> it was <laughs> hilarious i was sitting and just <laughs> laughing the whole time my mom's looking at me going you did that didn't you oh yeah i, I like, he followed me yeah it's i pissed him off choice. so bad that he actually chased me up a tree like a dog that's funny yeah <laughs> oh yeah god. yeah we were always at each other like that yeah yeah my brother and i were always he was five years older than me and we were always kind of antagonizing each other and those were the days oh yeah like i said and i was i had no fear part of it was i was really sick as a kid mm-hmm. so my parents i mean my the doctors told me i wouldn't live past the age of five. Oh wow so and my parents never hid that from me so i always had that in the back of my brain like I'm going to die anyway, so let's party. Like, yeah, why not just have as much fun as you can? And that was it. And that's kind of my parents out there. Like, if we put him in a bubble, he's not going to want to live, so he's not going to care. So let's just let him him go. If he dies, he dies. I mean, I was the youngest of six. At that point, they didn't care. (laughs) If he dies, he dies. If not, great. We got a full batch already. Yeah, we've already got, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I had no fear. So there was a lot of times that I I can remember every 4th of July, we had the the wars with bottle rockets and freaking, you know, Roman candles and I no longer was allowed to play after the year I started throwing Saturn missile batteries at everyone. Oh, like, oh my god. They'd had a full like they had a That's port scary. and I lit the Saturn missile battery and just like threw it like it was a grenade <laughs> Those up crazy yeah, up and over the wall of the fort like straight into where they're at and all of a sudden you just hear them screaming and diving out. Yeah, it was Oh my god. I mean, it was hilarious. I thought it was it's great. Funny now, but yeah. I'd be horrified. Oh, I was laughing yeah. the whole time. I was oh cracking laying on the ground cr- laughing the whole time. And they're like, yeah, you can't play anymore. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> there's like, there's something wrong with you that you had no, like, nothing no crossed your mind that said that this was a bad idea. You're like, this is going to be awesome. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were, yeah. Horrible. I have scars from... I mean, I lit off one of those saddle missile batteries back when fireworks were, like, allowed. And it was down um, on um, a carver right you know a few blocks up from Western Way and um, my sister's in-laws had a house right there so we'd always go there for 4th of July and I remember lighting it off and the house was just enough up the hill that depending on the angle of some of it it actually like went through part of the crowd a couple times because they go such random differences they're you know yeah directions yeah it was really fun I just like started throwing them like their grenades they're like yeah you can't play oh my god (laughs) and because I just and I was that like I never had those my brain just said logic to me was like this is gonna be perfect right this will be you funny know? it's be all funny. about the entertainment it's, it's all entertainment and that was me it was all entertainment factor and you and became never... a comedian yeah because like, yeah. <laughs> it's all about the entertainment factor right I mean I have an aunt that my mom told she watched me once when we were in California my mom told us she'd never watch me again because <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> she's like hey let's go swimming in the river and I'm like cool let's go and I think I was like 10 or 11 maybe about 12, 13 mm-hmm. and we're swimming no I was probably about 10 or 11 we're, we're out swimming in the river and she said all of a sudden she like turns her back to do something like get something out of the whatever and she turns back i'm halfway up the the cliff oh like <laughs> yeah and like and she's 30, freaked out like 30 or 40 feet climbing up this <laughs> cliff and my mom looks at her and says you didn't tell him to get down did you she's like yeah i did she's like he just turned around and jumped in and she's like yeah he did oh no and that's she's like nope never again she's like there was no fear in his no fear in his face he just turned around and wow. jumped off the cliff into the water and i was like See, I, I was not, I had fear. I was yeah. like, like I, I was afraid of heights. And I, um, when I was in high school, I did, I did a lot of yard work for people and stuff. And this uh, friend of ours, I was doing yard work. And then 
He said, well, what do you, how do you feel about cleaning the gutters? And I was like, oh, I could give it a try because I wanted to be the cool, like, you know, I, was, I think I was I'll a hop out. junior or senior by then. I was just like, oh, I'm not going to say no because that's not, yeah, you know, I, need the I don't want like a wimp. And so I get up to the top of the ladder and he says, okay, well, now just get up on the roof. And I get up on the roof and I immediately, like, froze and just, like, was, like, part of the roof. And I'm, he's like, um, do you want to go back down? And I was like, I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm he, part of the roof now. He went inside and had to open the little like dormer windows. <laughs> he crawled through the window. <laughs> you can now like, call me a gargoyle because this is where I'm staying. Frozen. Now I have since gotten. I can go on the roof and like I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm better at that. But no, I. Oh my gosh. My yeah, parents. If you time. couldn't find me at my at my at the house, I was usually up on the roof. Hmm. That was hmm. my place. I would go up on the roof. I would go up there and sunbathe. I would like go up there in my shorts and just like freaking lay out a towel and lay on the freaking top of the roof. And That's just, cool. But I'd go up there, read a book. Because mm-hmm. my brother was afraid of heights, so he couldn't, he wouldn't bug me up there. I used to do that when yeah. I worked in the grocery store. I would go up on the roof sometimes on my lunch break and tan. Yeah. I just like, it's away from the intercom. It's yep. like, I have an hour. Hmm. See, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I know that my last company that, uh, not the one that I was just at, but when I was the operations manager, uh, my place had was the bathroom. Oh, because nobody would bother me. In yeah. There. You have to find your place. And it was one of those things that was funny. There was one time one, one of my employees was like, okay, well, do you like take a shit every day at lunch? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and they're like, well, you like go in the bathroom for like 45 minutes every day. I'm like, literally I'm sitting on the, cause I had my own bathroom like oh, upstairs. Cause I had my cool. own little office yeah. upstairs. And so there was a bathroom that, I mean, it wasn't really mine, but nobody, but nobody else, else used it because I was the only one upstairs. Yeah, you weren't holding anybody up. So I would go sit on the counter in mm-hmm. the bathroom and play on my phone or yeah. do something. And they're like, why do you, I'm like, cause it's the only place you people won't bother. Yeah. Me. The other place I'd go is I'd go sit in my car sometimes and you know, just out of the store, out of the, yep. out of the building. Yeah. And I did that even when I worked in the office, I would, I would either do that. And then I started working. I started uh, going for a walk every day when I got to my being more fit. Yeah. When I wasn't in grocery, because when I was in grocery, you're walking around all day long anyway. Yeah. I've been, but, I've been trying to walk a lot, so. Yeah. You've been doing like, what did you do? Like 50 K the other day? Yeah. 31 miles. Wow. That's That's amazing. No, it's not my feet. I mean, <laughs> I saw you doing it and I, I saw the post actually, um, cause I think it was, was it five K loops or five we were mile doing loops? Five mile loops. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause I saw it. And when I saw it, I don't, I had somewhere to go that day, but I, you know how the post you don't always see yeah. later and you had posted, I think the day before and I didn't see it till the event had already started a couple hours in and I was yeah. like, darn it. I would have tried to get to one of those but i didn't see it soon well, enough yeah, you know and actually we had it was pretty cool i don't know if you saw some of us we have a lot of people that just drop in yeah that was cool so we started at five in the morning and it was just the four of us that were doing the whole thing mm-hmm. and we did one full loop and then our friend tatiana showed up oh yeah and let me be clear i was saying would have been cool to drop in because yeah not, drop in and do a loop yeah, not 31 but yeah miles. she dropped in and actually did three loops with us so she did wow, 15 miles that's cool. and while she was there uh, another friend andrea showed up and then ashley our friend ashley and her boyfriend showed up and then our good friend lisa and her daughter showed up so i mean we had people in and out through nice. the whole thing that, so it was that helps cool. kind of keep it keeps your it morale up I'm it sure. does so and it's actually um it, it was the longest i've ever done i've done a marathon which mm-hmm. is 26 miles yeah. and then it's like let's just you know go let's go another um, six miles or five five whatever it is and it was yeah so it was it was a neat experience it was yeah. definitely a neat experience i was really actually impressed with my how well my body held up mm-hmm. um well i know you've been training a yeah, lot i have um, my body held up pretty good. I have a couple blisters on my toes. Um, I have found out I, I'm ordered some new stuff that I'm going to try in because that's the only thing I had. Oh my, yeah. My legs were fine because <laughs> I did a half marathon on Monday right after, <laughs> like oh my two days God. later. <laughs> so I mean, my legs were fine. My yeah. muscles and my legs—they were a little bit sore, but I mean, mm-hmm. they were good enough that you know, two days later I could do a half marathon. Yeah. My feet did not like that, but so right. I gotta—I've got to work on that part of it. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, I haven't done. I think the most I've done is I've done the five mile drive a couple times. So that's about nine, 10. I think I've done, I've done nine and a half, 10. I can't remember if I've done 12 miles. I know I've done 10 and, um, but, but this like lately I've been better. Cause I, what I, what I had been doing was I would get the run in and then it would be a long time. And then I would get a walk in. That would be a long time again, or, or I would get one a week. And, yeah. and so I've been trying to be better about doing at least three to four a week that are, you know, four to five miles, but I haven't, I haven't been doing like what you've been doing where you're purposefully pushing yeah. the length 
which is it's so cool and that's to kind see. of what yeah i've been doing I, and i the one thing i've been doing too is i mean it sounds stupid rock and roll marathon they have the bunch of virtual races oh yeah so i joined that and every weekend they have like a, this weekend where i'm supposed to do an 8k and 15k oh cool. so on top of all my other stuff that becomes my weekend run yeah. so now i'm going for a distance because actually i did the 8k this afternoon so. yeah i've actually seen some virtual um there's a virtual 5k coming up in july in july for tacoma pride i was thinking about yeah. doing um i might do that one and that that was like that would be the first official 5k I, i'll do um and it's like so for me it's just about like actually logging yeah logging one and then setting a baseline and that's kind time. of what we did is uh the loop right by my house there's a park right by my house where yeah. we figured out exactly we figured out exactly what five miles was for that race because that's the way the race was set up it wasn't how many miles you did it okay. was how many loops you did but okay. the loop had to be at least five miles okay gotcha so but i did we we technically did two races at the same time oh gotcha. there was a spartan one that you had to do 31 miles mm-hmm. and then do a whole bunch of workouts afterward like okay. push-ups and stuff like that wow. so that one we did at the right at the end we you know once we finished 31 miles we did the push-ups but the other one we were doing was five mile loops oh that's so cool. um which actually we're gonna do again on july 18th but wow and we're actually gonna go for 40 this time wow that's just because so, we finished because it was it's basically the way they do it it's how many loops you can do in a 12-hour period now when you're i see you post where you're walking when you're going to train and you're wearing a vest do you do you not, not all the time okay so you Sometimes. don't hopefully you're not wearing the vest when you're doing 31 no miles. no um usually i only wear the vest if i'm doing you know under 10 okay so, yeah um like today i didn't wear it i went and did five miles which my train my coach keeps telling me to like she's like stop running for two weeks you just did you know right yeah you just did 43 miles in two days yeah you know it's okay to like like, take a break your your legs need to heal and i'm like can i walk she's like fine whatever you can walk so i walked five miles today i might have jogged a couple times but don't tell her (laughs) that's the thing is you get to the point which i never thought i would be at but you get a little impatient during the walking part because i used to be just walking and my friend laura who is she's the she's the runner she like loves yeah. running she's like every day my day's not complete if i don't get a run in and she's doing this like 30 or 40 day streak right now where you run at least a mile every day but usually it's three to five and um and she's done marathons and ragnars and all that yeah but you know i'd go with her and then she's like hey, come on we're gonna we're gonna jog this we're gonna like get going and i was like you suck oh, really yeah i'm just like come on but now it's like when i even now i'm at that point where i actually you know, I'm half half running or jogging yeah. and half walking, but and that's kind of where I'm at now. Because what I did is I I, the, I do the same almost loop all the time, mm-hmm. and there's certain spots in that in the loop that I'm yeah. like, okay, I run from here to here. Yeah, because that's how I've always that's how I trained. You know, mm-hmm. ten years ago when I started running and got really good. You know, started getting mm-hmm. down where I did like a, my best was a 28 minute uh, 5k. Oh. Wow, 28 minutes. Yeah, and what I the way I did it was is I would run when I first started was the treadmill. I'd mm-hmm. run really hard for a minute. And then walk for two. And then after a while, it came down to where I was running really hard for two minutes and walking for one. Yeah. And that was kind of it. And um, because I've had asthma my whole life. So mine pretty much is, is I run. You have to control that. I run until I like can't really breathe. (laughs) Right. And then walk until I catch my breath and then Mm -hmm. start running again. Yeah. So, and that's kind of the way I've always done it is trying to build up my lungs along with, you know, the running ability. So this time I do. Yeah. Well, I definitely have the, uh, so I usually there's certain parts that I jog just to kind of almost I've almost created a habit in my mind that's like that like like this is where I jog. Yep. And then um, of course anytime I see a hot guy coming I can't be walking. Yeah, so you have to you have know. to be like hey I got, I got hey. this I'm you know. Hey, want to help me do some cardio? I'm like damn he was further away than I thought I got like I can't be heaving when I get yeah. get up to can't him. Can't be too too out of breath. But so. yeah. So. Yeah no and that's kind of you know I started running in. Um, I pick like my spots and I've noticed now that I'm getting to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to run now yeah. and I'm not at one of my spots. Yeah. So I've really picked those out, but it's been, when I started, I was doing probably 19, 20 minute miles, mm-hmm. which isn't that good. Right. Um, and right now when I'm pushing, I can do under 15. I think my best, my best one, according to my, the app that I have was 1130. Mm, that's good. So, 
Um, yeah. I'm, I'm getting up there, um, just really kind of trying to come back from the foot injury still, make yeah. sure I don't. Yeah, I've been don't having to push it too. Well, and I've been having a lot of pops and cracks in that foot, oh, yeah. but it's kind of one of those, it sounds bad to say this, but usually I get better motion out of it afterwards. Oh, right. So I think what it is, is there's a lot of scar tissue in there. Okay. And I'm finally breaking it up. Yeah. You know, I spent way too long babying that foot. Mm-hmm. And now it's like telling me, hey, if you hadn't babied me this whole time, you'd probably be in better shape, fat boy. <laughs> you know, I so. Yeah, I've been yeah. doing a lot of where if I think I'm going to, if I'm looking down and I think I'm going to run to the end of the block, I'll, I'll. I'll try and go to the end of the next block or I'll be like, yeah. okay, I was going to stop at the driveway, but I'll go to at least till I get across the street. Yeah. At least push it a little bit further. And that's what I've been pushing on and trying to do that more. And then uh, trying to get my, my form of running down better. So I'm not, you know, have don't, I don't oh. get pain. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's good. So like I said, we want to do uh, another one of the, the, the ultra, the ultras that we just did. Mm-hmm. So well, we want to go for 40 miles this time on the loops. And then uh, we're also thinking about, um, we were supposed to do a marathon in June that got canceled. Yeah. The tunnel marathon. So I think we may go do it anyway. Okay. Just on our own. Yeah. Because it starts up at Hayek. Hayek. Oh, is this the one that goes through the train yeah, tunnel? Yeah, goes through the train tunnel and then yeah. straight down the hill all the way down to North Bend. So, I've heard I mean, it. I think, I think Laura's done that one. It's Oh, it's great. I love that one. So that sounds cool. Yeah. And it's downhill the whole way. Yeah. yeah. and it's But it's only like a 1% to 2% grade. Okay. So it's enough that you know you're yeah. going downhill, but not enough that your knees are like... Yeah, because that actually can be... Sometimes I have a harder time going downhill than uphill. Yeah, that's when I... When I blew my knee, I was going downhill. Yeah. So, and that was... But it was down Beacon Hill, so... Oh, right yeah so yeah yeah so I'm, I'm trying to get healthier um i'm down a few pounds so mm-hmm. you're looking good yeah i'm down 42 wow that's a few so i'm trying to go for a few more so mm-hmm. i just february all of a sudden something changed i i like I, i've told a few people i was part of a few groups um that i just i'm like i'm done i'm mm-hmm. i'm they i realized the groups were more toxic yeah, sometimes than they were than they were supposed to be. And sometimes I feel like we keep things in our life because we think that they're there to be part of our values yes. or whatever, and then you realize that they're actually distracting you more from whatever your core thing is, or they're enabling you. You know, I see this in some of the support groups that I've joined online in different aspects of my life, and I and it there's a there's a fine line between hey we're like minded we all have these same struggles to where they all start to say oh well that's okay because life has been hard on you instead of saying no you need to not let it hold you back and move forward and so it's like i don't want to i don't want to be hanging around people who are just keeping me in that space and that was kind of me i was one thing the group i was in it wasn't getting me letting me move forward it wasn't letting me i was spending too much time trying to help fix them Mm -hmm. um when they didn't want to be fixed i mean it was just like there there was problems that they didn't want to be fixed mm-hmm. and you know the people running the group and i'm just like you know this just isn't it's not it's stressing me out yeah, it's and not, not adding value to your to life so um i stepped away from that um i switched jobs which i mean mm-hmm. i loved my old job but um i switched jobs and i have more time yeah well and that's you know? that was my thing um i think almost on a similar timeline all of like last year in the beginning of this year it's like oh i'm, I'm gonna start getting fit and i thought january i'm gonna hit yep. hard you know like everybody says but really, I didn't start getting into it until after really the last month at the level that I wanted to, because when I look back, I, I just had too much on my plate yeah. to even take on one more thing. And now, you know, my book is pretty much done. I'm I'm moving on to other things that take less demand. Yeah. And so I can I can have room in my head for a bigger goal. And, and I just didn't have space to try to think about. And I think that's what we do. I think we all do. And that's kind of where I was in that same thing where it's like you, I loaded myself up with so many and I, I do it. Um, it's one of those things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my wife pointed out, Beejil pointed out that I, I really like to load myself up with, right. with things yeah. to do and keep myself busy. Cause I feel like if I'm not busy, I go nuts. Mm-hmm. So I'm always got something and every once in a while it's like, okay, I need to get healthy, but I had so many other things going on. There just wasn't. I never right. gave myself made the time or the, the anything to do it. So February worked out because you know, I, like I said, I switched jobs and mm-hmm. it was just kind of one of those gave me a little bit of time. Yeah. And then once I got rid of that group and didn't have to like focus on trying to do things for them, mm-hmm. that I, you know. Yeah. You know, the other thing with yeah. groups too is I've been in groups where it could be all totally good people going the right direction and they might not be draining from me, but yeah. it might be that sometimes that the group doesn't work well in my mind like i compare myself too much to everybody else in the group or whatever so it's like 
it's all about like finding you know for, like for me it's like okay it's not healthy for me it doesn't like it's not always a bad group it's just it's my just mind all, space yeah. isn't the right yeah. when I'm with that group so I need to figure out a different way and and I've done a me. lot of that like I've unfollowed so many people on social media that I, you know I'm still friends with and I still will check in on every once in a while but it's like if it's not part of my value system or we're not interacting it's like if you're not interacting with my stuff and I'm not interacting with you then let's just stop being in each other's face all the time but it doesn't mean I don't want to be friends with you it's just yeah I've snoozed a lot of people I've been using that snooze yeah. button like you wouldn't believe right. so especially during these times with everything going on right. it's like yeah I just and I guess I'm the bad guy because I'm staying like neutral and out of the most of it but I'm just like I don't want I don't want I don't want to fight about it I don't want to argue right. and there's too many people that the second you say something if you don't believe what they believe it's like right so it's just like I'm just staying you know I, I watched a a podcast interview today on Facebook with two women that I really respect and they were talking about it and one of them was talking about how um, she's been very intentional about not being overly involved in social media because she knows what it does to herself yeah she knows it brings her kids down seeing it on the news it's it's scary times there's a lot of stuff going on and so you know her comment was and i and i don't want to misquote it but it was something about the point of being being intentional about choosing how she how she shows up and how she can choose to make a difference in the world and it's not through that avenue and that's totally fine and, and perfect and that's like with me you know, you look at how the brain works, and if and whether you believe in the the religious side of it or the science of it, the brain is trained to follow a path of either positivity or negativity, and yep. it's going to stay on that that mindset until it sees something to interrupt it in the other direction, and and it's harder to shift from negative to positive than it is the other way around. Yes, but I feel like culturally. If you look at like the what's in the news feed, that's like that's what the brain is seeing and, yes. and experiencing. And so the more we're we're saying there's all this negativity, there's all these things, and not that there aren't horrific things that happen that need to be addressed. Uh, I'm not downplaying that at all. However, the way to fix those horrible things is to find all the positive things that are that are going on and amplify them because there is so much good in the world. Oh, there is. And and so yeah, I've really been very careful and purposeful about my time and interaction online right now i have too and that's actually i mean uh i think you're a member of it the the group the survivors thing that i did yeah and it was actually me and don my buddy don came up with that idea but we have other people run it like i i think this would be great to have this somebody do this (laughs) but somebody do it for me yeah and don yells me all the time because that's that's my mo i'm I'm like this is an amazing idea now someone do it for me no i think that's a great way to that's a great way to operate so and and it's me and don have been friends since like preschool Mm -hmm. so and that's been how like our entire lives is i'm the idea guy like this is an amazing idea we should really blah 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 now you take care of it right and that's and that's how our friendship works that's why the beast net you know the podcast the mm-hmm. other one that i have he runs it because yeah. i was like this is great i ran it for a while and i'm like hey, i'm getting bored with this and it's just like it's not doing what i want it to do i know what i, I, I and he's and like i'll keep it going you I'm just like, keep here doing your thing. he's like you just keep hosting and i'll, I'll make everything else awesome. go. And i'm like cool i'm out so and that's just always been our thing but so yeah we started that group because of that mm-hmm. i wanted that that positive place right to go and that's mm-hmm. like my positive place now on facebook if i go to facebook and i'm you know you're getting that like i'm tired of seeing you freaking all this <laughs> negative right. crap i go to that and it's just like it's all just hey you know yeah we're, we're getting positivity we're, yeah. and we're getting through this and and that's what i wanted to see is i mean that's what i see that well and that's what they like, could be great those social networks could be amazing if we weren't real if we weren't humans right and you but, ha- you have to use them right and you have to you have to have a lot of mental strength yes. to block out what you need to block out and focus where you need to focus because even if you just look at COVID-19 and what all has been going on the last yes. several months there are so many opportunities for you're seeing new talents come to life you're seeing new businesses you're seeing people who are having to do things virtually that they've never had to do for their livelihood or mm-hmm. just for their sanity which they can now take into the rest of their life as we get back to whatever our new sense of of normal is and that's what real and humans that are in. that's yeah. what real human nature is it's not this negativity of constantly bitching about things and turning everything into a negative situation it's in the ingenuity right you know, I mean, look at, you know, you look at stuff like the the, the rev, uh, Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. 
that didn't isn't that long ago right well and i actually really i just used the idea of whatever that new normal is but i actually really don't like that i don't i don't i think that we we too often convince ourselves that there is this sense of normal that we're supposed to live in and so when something gets disrupted then we're we're angry and we're confused and we're we're just left kind of floundering because our normal is disrupted instead of accepting that we are always evolving and always changing and whatever the comfort zone turns into after this that's only going to be that comfort zone until something else comes along and disrupts it yeah and And, changes it yeah and you have to be ready to see oh gosh now we're going this direction now we're going that direction yeah and that's one thing i've been really lucky the company that i I work for now when i started there in january and everything the covid started Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden i'm like shit i just started with this company right and they pay me a shitload of money yeah um how am I going to earn that? Yeah. You know, and I'm one of those Especially people. Especially when your training was in person. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not the kind of person. Well, I guess I'm going to sit here and pay, a, get a paycheck. I'm like, I feel right. like I need to do something for that. Yeah. So a lot of, we all of a sudden started doing, uh, I went down to Vancouver a couple times and we filmed some, like me actually teaching the class mm-hmm. to a camera, which yeah. is really weird. Yeah. But, like filmed it doing that so we could do some computer-based training mm-hmm. off, based off that. Um, I wrote some... And a couple other ones, like the, the voiceover mm-hmm. for a bunch of the training classes so they could do set them up that way. Yeah. And then also now Zoom. Mm-hmm. I see. And, and all of these things yeah. now are ready to yeah. go so that exactly. if, if there's so, a blizzard and it, something gets canceled yeah. or there's a an employee who's remote and now or, it's like, yeah, we, you know. and that's it. It's like all of a sudden, it's like all of these things. It's like this. We just developed all these new parts of our company. Mm-hmm. That's because gonna of elevate. COVID, that's going to yeah. elevate us later. So I mean, yeah. we luckily with the company that I work for, I mean, they were really like, okay, let's, you know, mm-hmm. instead of just sitting back, you know, and waiting right. for this all to end, let's see what we can do to better ourselves. And, and, and that's, it's amazing. That's one of the one of the hardest things in this whole time, I think, for a lot of people is the the loss of celebrating successes. Yeah. Because it's taboo to be happy when when everybody's struggling. And, yes. And and not that you're trying to rub it in people's face, but like like for myself, um, you know, I, I work down at the Odd Otter sometimes. I, I pick up shifts yep. there, and and sometimes that's more of my income than my business, depending on how things are going. Yeah. And that's just life while I get while you get your business up and running. But when this whole shutdown started, it was like I, I had a choice. I could go on unemployment, and they would have supported you know laying me off, but they were still selling growlers, so I could get a day or two here and there. And it was like you know, I. I would have made more money on unemployment, but I, I've had enough uptick in my business that I didn't want to confuse that or ruin it, ruin those opportunities and have to turn down stuff because I'm collecting unemployment and have to play that game. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, and I looked at it every week, like, okay, how's things going? But then I, I ended up being able to pick up some coaching clients because people really are focusing on change right now. Yes. And, and I've been able to, um, I'm, I'm going through a rebranding on my business right now and nice. all that kind of stuff. And so it's all this stuff that if the world for myself hadn't slowed down a little bit, I wouldn't have been able to get my mind around focusing on this stuff. And, and that's what's good. I and, mean, And for me, I just looked at it like I have no choice but to use this time wisely because yeah. otherwise, you know, I'm going to be starting back where I was in February in September and behind the eight ball when there's no excuse for it. And that's just it. I mean, it was kind of one of those things I know I've, it's been tough because I mean, like in the survivors group, I post something one day, I'm like, Hey, don't compare yourselves to what I've been doing. Right. You know what I've been doing through this, you know, the running and doing all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Honestly, the running is what's keeping me sane. Yeah. You know, it's like today I was not having a good day and Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to run and I was annoyed Mm -hmm. at some other things. And I'm just like, I'm going to go run. And mm-hmm. I went and ran and did five miles and I come back and I'm like, okay, I feel better now. Right. And that's become my way of yeah, you can clear your mind, clearing my mind and doing everything. And, and I've had a few people like, Oh, I wish I could do what you do. You, you blah, blah. And I'm like, no, don't compare yourself to me. Mm-hmm. This is my way of getting through this. Right. You know, your way of getting through this, mm-hmm. maybe eating a tub of Ben and Jerry's. Right. That's fine. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too. It's like, I don't say like when I talk about what I've had to do, I'm not saying that from a, everybody, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. It is, it's different and unique for every single person. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a position where you've been pushing it 24 seven forever, now now you're home because you know, the world's slowed down. 
I would hope that you're taking time doing as little as possible or as much recreation or hobbies, like whatever you can, yeah, whatever works for you to get a benefit out of the time in any way, whether it's relaxation, whether it's starting a new hobby, taking, yeah. you know, I, I took some classes online on some areas that I, that I wanted to learn specific skills. I didn't know um, they had those classes online. Yeah. <laughs> Was it from that like, <laughs> lady? I mean, have you seen that video? Yeah, sorry. Oh my God. I have not seen that video. Look up, what is it? The grapefruit. Oh God. The grapefruit something. It's, yeah, it's. Oh no. It's <laughs> just for the noises she makes. Yeah. <laughs> but your next, your, your next boy pal might enjoy it. So. Right. It's I, like yeah. the grapefruit technique. That's what it and is. And that was funny is that actually like you could almost. Like there was a certain time, it must have been like three or four weeks into quarantine where I started getting texts from, you know, people I've met before who are just yeah. like, hey, what's up? You know, how you doing? And I'm just like, I'm like, you know, it's nice of you to hit me up. I'm not quite that lonely yet, but. Yeah. It's those guys that, that all of a sudden they haven't been able to go to the bar and pick somebody up or yeah. anything. So they're like, hey, I, I, let's call, let's call Andy. Or things aren't going, you know, they, they suddenly broke up with the boyfriend. Oh yeah. Like, because of I'm like, okay, thank you for telling me I'm number two or maybe three or four on yeah. your list of people to, to catch call. up with. But yeah. Yeah, no. And I, and I've heard a few other people with that, that fun one. And it's one of those things. It's just like, we're all getting through this our own way. And you know, yeah. for a while you kept seeing those posts, like if you don't come out of this better and blah, 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 then you, right. you, you wasted your time. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. there's some people that their anxieties, they, they're lucky that they like get out of bed yeah, in like, the morning. Like if you come out of this, just coping, like yeah. then if you come yeah, out of this you know, alive, yeah, like you that's did a good big thing for some people. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, and and I think that there is a purposefulness that you can approach to your day to decide how am I gonna like make today good. And if good means like you know I had a pint of Ben and Jerry's and I didn't have a breakdown today, yeah. that's great. You know, I had a pint of Ben and Jerry's and I didn't cry into it. And and the thing is, there's people that are that are equally unhealthy on either end. I oh, was yeah. I was jogging Point Defiance last week and I there was a point on the jog where I was going back and forth you know how you, things get in your head while you're walking yeah. and part of the jog I was thinking about stuff that had been stressing me out that was just on my mind and that I couldn't shake you know how it's like it, no matter what you think about it, it just pops back in yep. your head and it just pisses you off and it's like I don't want to be thinking about that I don't want to be focusing on it and then the other part I was focused on this last trying to get focused on this last page of my book it was like I just need to get the last page written yeah. off to the editor and and I had this kind of epiphany where I thought, you know, half the time I'm running from my problems and half the time I'm racing towards my dreams. But either way, the running is good, but it's, it's like I've moved. I used to only run to get away from problems. And now yeah. it's like I can actually go with a little bit more methodology. But. Yeah. And it's one of those things I think, and like you said, that you, it is, you, you see people on both ends because I've seen people that, you know, are look healthy. Yeah. And you think you're healthy as can be, but then mentally they're not. Yeah. You know, and that might be it. They might be the fact that they do all the heavy lifting and try and become physically healthy because right. they're not mentally. Yeah. You know, but then you see people on the opposite end who you mm -hmm. think, oh, that's a really unhealthy person. But then you talk to them and you're like, wow, this is the most stable, healthy yeah. person mentally that I've ever met. So yeah. it's, mm -hmm. there's yeah, a balance. Can, and I, you know, I used to see people parking like in the grocery store and they park in a handicapped spot. Yeah. And, you know, they look like they just got done running a marathon. And I was thinking, why are they parking in the handicapped spot? And, um, and I, and it's like, you know, your mind, you're trained to go there and, and judge everybody. Yes. And I, you know, the last couple of years, I, it, I've, I've been better about thinking, you know, I don't know that person's story. Nope. They might be putting on a good face and they might, they might, they might have run a marathon two months ago, but maybe they broke their leg and are pushing it just to get through the store. Yeah. Or maybe they have you breathing problems or yeah. a heart, you know, it's like, like fibromyalgia or something. Yeah, crazy, you have no you know? idea and you can't tell from looks. And that's it. I mean, we, we, I've tried very hard and that's something I've been really working on is not judging people from like just looking. Mm -hmm. um, I, it makes me always think I had a guy that I used to work with who was in a wheelchair. Mm hmm and refused refused to ever use a handicap spot mm, yeah would not and one day i asked him like rick why you're in a wheelchair why yeah. you you were the people you that should it, be right? using yeah. this and he's like i got drunk i wrecked my car i put myself in this chair mm, wow he's like there are people who have real problems that need those spots Wow. And I'm just like... And he's carrying that guilt, too. 
That's just. But yeah, yeah but it's just wow. in his mind, he's like, I put myself here. This was my, I did this. Mm-hmm. There are people that really need those spots. And I'm just like, I never, you know, but until mm-hmm. I talk to him, I'm like, okay, now I understand. You know, I just, it was just one of those things that, you know, you never know, not necessarily also what people are, you know, what pe- judging people just by looking at it, but you also don't know what's going on in their head. Yeah. Why they do things they do. And that was one thing that just shocked me on that one. I'm mm-hmm. like, huh. Yeah, you know. I, I tried to be really careful. Like when I was Uber driving so much, I was always try to put a lot of thought into how I offer help to people because I don't want to assume they can't do something. And, and I did pick up people in wheelchairs and with walkers. And it was always, and I always tried to be very aware of how I offer help. Like, is it yeah. helpful if I give you a hand? Is there any way that I can help you? Or do you want me to, do you want me yes. to do anything to help in this situation versus just assuming they can't? Because, you know, like, like this one lady I picked up and, um, I, I arrive and she's at the bottom of this flight of stairs with a walker and a little Yorkie. And I'm thinking, okay, there's no way she's going to come up this flight of stairs at, you know, 80 years old or however old she was yeah. with the dog and the walker. And they're not wide enough steps to put the walker on, but I, I don't want to, you know, she, she lives, this is the building she lives in. She obviously deals with this all, every yeah. day. So she's getting through life without me. You know, I don't need yeah. to be like the savior. However, I want to be respectful. So it's like, you know, what would you like me to do here? And she's like, oh, if you pull over here, that's great. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Versus, you know. And that's it. You just asked for, I mean, that was one thing like, you know, when I shattered my foot, you know, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. my office was upstairs and there was no elevator. It was upstairs. And my boss like, do you want me to move your office? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, but can you actually put handrails that are a lot stronger? Oh, yeah. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because then I can use either one crutch or I can use the handrails literally and just use my arms and go Yeah. Up. And he's like, oh, okay. Right. I'm like, because I prefer to keep my office instead of moving everything. So mm-hmm. it was one of those that, you know, a lot of times people automatically assume, oh, I'm going to get, what, what do you want? Let yeah. me make this as easy as possible for you. And right. it's like, you know, I don't really want it as easy as possible. I want right. I want my, I still want the comfort of what I had. Yeah. And plus, you know. And There's I'm willing a lot of to rehabilitation in that working yeah. for it too. Yeah, so. and I and I'm willing to work for it. It's like I need to work for you know. Yeah. What what I have, it's just yeah, it's hmm. it's a whole different mindset. I've really been working, like I said, really yeah. hard on my mindset of trying to be very mm-hmm. purposeful, purpose, purposeful, right, <laughs> about how I think about things and how mm-hmm. I look at things. And that's been one thing too, especially with everything going on right mm-hmm. now, and especially yeah. the, the you know the COVID and then everything that's going on the other stuff going on right well that's, you know it's just purposeful on what i say to people and how i talk mm-hmm. to people that it's like i don't want to i don't want to offend you in any way right but i don't i also don't want to feel like I'm, I'm i'm tiptoeing around you yeah exactly and and i i think it's um like when you look at those situations it's it's like it's respectful to be able to say look this is an awkward thing this isn't comfortable yeah. to talk about or i don't know what to say however i want to acknowledge it and, and like when you look at what's going on right now, there are so many loaded emotions and there are so many people who feel very strongly in whatever direction. Yeah. And, and I just look at it. And the one thing that I come back to in my mind is if people are out protesting, they're, I just see people in pain. They feel mm-hmm. they're in pain. They feel hurt. They feel like to whatever they feel, it's valid and true in the experiences that they've had as a person. Yes. And I just know as a society, we're going to grow a lot more love by holding hands and pointing fingers. We are. We are. And I mean, I think the big problem we run into is people, if they can't relate to the pain, mm-hmm. then it doesn't exist. And that's where I see a lot of mis, a lot of issues on Facebook and all those is people right. are like, well, they keep pointing at something else like well look at this well look at that right. it's like okay instead of trying to point out how to invalidate mm-hmm. their pain because of something that happened somewhere else or yeah. something else that happened admit that it's there and that's where i think a lot of people get upset and i mean because right. i've been there with those where something's happened to me and someone's like well it could be worse right and yeah. for me it's like the second you say that it's like you've completely invalidated my feelings and mm-hmm. apparently i'm not allowed to have any so you can right you know well and and that's the thing like jog on like for me on on especially on social media i i don't want to post something that looks dismissive or invalidating of anybody's feelings and i don't want to sit here and yeah point things out that are yeah but here's these facts because to me it's not time for a political argument no 
um, some things do get politicized and those discussions then need to have those points brought up, which is unfortunate yeah. that that's being going there right now. However, um, I like I almost posted and I, I didn't, but I, I and I still, you know, sometimes like at the right moment in time, I might just go out and post this. But but I'm totally willing to talk to anybody one on one. I think conversations are so crucial and important to have. But but this idea of, well, if I post this meme or this quote or this fact, like all these things that people want to do, these little blurb wars on Facebook like that's doing so much more harm than good. It's just raising the tension level. Well, and it does too, because nobody. I mean, when you're sitting here, like you know, when we're recording this, we we're looking at each other, right? So I can tell your facial expressions, and I can tell the micro expressions, and everything mm-hmm. else going on. I had an argument with a guy about um, masks. Oh yeah. For like two days. Mm-hmm. When what I kept trying to t- tell him is, is, I'm reading. I'm like, if you actually read what I'm saying, mm-hmm. we fucking agree. Right. Yeah. And people are so. Like the the trigger is there. They're ready to fight. Because yeah. I basically and what I said was is I won't wear a mask when I'm out running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and he's like, well, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna kill the guy at the, the grocery. No, no, no. I told you I would wear one in a grocery store if, right. I, if if they require me to, and I will do that. But I'm talking about an open trail where nobody's I'm talking around. about an open trail where no one's around. I'm mm-hmm. well, then you're six feet apart. It's no problem. That's what I've been trying to tell you for two right. days. Yeah. And you've been mad at me because I said I want to wear one while running, and then you're like going off about Safeway and all Not that. Not running like, errands, just yeah. running. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, if I'm running through Safeway, then I probably should be wearing a mask so no right. one could see who I am, right? Because I'm stealing <laughs> shit. Yeah. You know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So and literally, it was like a two day argument. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and then finally he's like, oh, I didn't realize I was saying. I'm like, if you go back and read through, it, and then like four people after him, like it's exactly the same thing he's been saying for right. two days <laughs> yeah i um made the mistake of commenting on a friend's facebook post and she was commenting and and you know you know people will post in the post she said this is an observation i'm not trying to start a fight but it made it it was disappointing because she heard that there were some some disagreeing views from the norm from doctors down in la and the press had refused to post anything about it on the yeah. media and so she said, this is really scary to me that this is happening. And I just went on and just in a dipshit moment, forgot where I was making my <laughs> comment. And I said, yeah, it's really scary. They've even taken down YouTube videos from doctors who have done studies that don't come to the same conclusion. And that was, I was just saying, because to me, it's all about control. Science is continuing to develop, especially with a new disease like this. And we need the perspectives of everything. And so, and, and a friend of hers had gone on and said as they should they're a private platform and they should they can't have misinformation out there that people get sued for and i was like and i, I just had all the responses ready i'm like well because the thing to me is well that's great but they don't have an organization that does that across the board so you can't pick and choose when to do it and also i don't trust that an admin at youtube is the, should be the deciding factor yeah. for what is good and bad medics and science and and i just in science changes yeah and i just was like this was a very purposeful moment where I had to decide am I going to continue to engage in this or am I just going to step back yeah. and I just I just said yeah, I've got to the point I have to step back yeah. every once in a while I get bored and I have to be a troll there's certain people that I, I do troll well and I did just because I, they're yeah they well I, I did just say you know I appreciate you sharing your point of view and I just left it at that I was yeah. like I'm not going to and, and it's one of those things cause I've gotten an argument with a few people and I mean I'll be honest I, I don't like the masks mm-hmm. I don't I don't like yeah, it I don't, I don't agree with it but it, it is what it is and I will wear it where I'm supposed to Mm-hmm. Um, but it was one of those things that someone was like, well, this person said this on this day, but now they're saying this and they're changing their mind and just whatever. I'm like, you do know the scientific method is come up with a theory, test it. Right. And then come up with a new theory with the, the, the data, the data you have. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why everything keeps changing. That's why the CDC right. will say something on one day. And then 15 days later, say something else, because that was their theory. They tested it. They went through the data and said, "Okay, this is our new theory." Yeah, because this is the now data, proven this is, to not. Yeah, this is it. what the data is showing, and yeah. then and that's where you get in the huge things where someone's like, "Well, this is what they said two months ago." Well, that's before all the data was in. So and, and that's where I go back to the um, only a Sith thinks in absolutes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just like seriously, it's like you can't no. have all or nothing. Once they say science, once a scientist says something, everyone's like, "That's it forever." Right. It's like if that's the case, then we the world's flat, according to you know. Right, uh, the, the flat Earthers are right because mm-hmm. that's what they said. Yeah, at one point, thousands of years ago. Yep. So, and and that's just it. It's like you know, one point in time there was three elements: earth, wind, and fire. That was it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, well, and then as science went, we we data and collected and went, oh nope, there's more. Right. Well, and yeah. it's it's unfortunate because I see that that mindset so much, not just with not just in like these arguments and with science, but even socially. It's, it's like we want to condemn somebody for something from 15 years ago and never have allowed yes. them to evolve as a person. It's like okay. we've seen that a lot with celebrities lately. Yeah, I mean, and it's you like had Tom or yeah, there Gun was, from yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy. They said you can't do the next one because James Gunn. Oh, because you know you can't do this because 15 years ago you made this racist tweet. Yeah. Tweet, and he's like, it was a bad day. I made a, a bad tweet, and right. you know, oops. And yeah. I, it's like me and Matt talked about this once. It's like, you go back 10 years ago, I'm pretty sure there's some really bad shit that I said. Right. You know, if you go on my YouTube videos, which luckily they're not, they're all private. But <laughs> right. there's some, I but, got really anti-woman and I there was some really yeah, bad ones there. You have to take into account um, what you're going the mindset, through at that time. what you were yep. going through. Um, at that time, me and my wife were fighting a lot. And mm-hmm. there was a chance that, you know, I mean, we were going yeah. down a very bad road. And that's where my comedy and, went. And you can't, you can't can't tell people you need to get woke or you need to learn more and you need to do all this stuff and then not allow them to and accept their journey yeah and And that's the problem is everyone goes back and it's like am i the same person i was 10 years ago no Mm -hmm. i'm not the same person i was six months ago yeah i I have stuff you know even yesterday where it's like damn i wish i didn't say or do that and and it's like you know will i do better next time yes but does that mean that i am you know, have malintent every time I walk out the door. It's no, but no, we're, we're all growing. We're all changing. And then that's what we have to work on. I mean, what's funny is I was going back when you were talking about running and like coming up with ideas. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's some people on the trail that think I'm insane because I will, my, my way of doing notes now, if I'm driving or running is I have on my phone, one of the shortcuts oh. is the voice recorder. Yeah. So I'll hit the voice recorder mm-hmm. and say something. In it. And there's been a couple of times where I've said some new jokes and I'm just like speaking in there and I'll, someone will be like running past me and they're like what the fuck fuck did he just say (laughs) did he really just say something about having too many wives and did he just say he sent his nephew yeah yeah Yeah. so they just yeah because i have actually been writing a new joke about having multiple wives and how that's a fucking horrible idea but like it's bad enough i have one talking about my small dick i don't need six of them i uh i this was the funniest thing i said and i wanted to post on facebook but the timing wasn't right and it would have they would have exposed was it what your kid said about you uh, the, uh, being paid to suck that, dick that and then I walking should, home that I would suck dick for bus money and That's then walk home yeah yes no that wasn't even it um, but it was uh, <laughs> a friend of mine who's a lesbian um, had walked was by me and she, and she said damn I hate dating women and I just said yeah I used to feel the same way <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I know but I couldn't post it because it would have been a uh, it would have been a whole like it would have made it obvious who it was yeah. and all that yeah. so that would have been funny yeah is he even paying attention over there I think, we, I, think I think Beach fell asleep I think he did I, we haven't had any sound drops I know or no, like, he's just over there we're, we're having a really captivating conversation what are you doing over here I mean I appreciate what exactly <laughs> how much time we at uh, about seven minutes are you asleep over there no I just spaced out because this pretty much turned into an episode of Beast Nut Shush. <laughs> it did actually, in a way, sort of. That's what you're supposed to be the one rides. over there doing sound bites to like keep me away from that. You're supposed to keep me from going down that road. We, this was this was not supposed to be down a rabbit hole of of dark topic or deep no. thoughts. It was, yeah. You're uh, supposed to be the one protecting me from that. Apologize to the audience now for the lack of yeah, the lack of, of comedic it, anything. Yes. I mean, he's usually at least hitting sound bites. I figured I would have got you know the 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 new one that he's been working on on one of those by now. But that's why I realized I was like waving at him to like see what was going on over there and then realized he just spaced off into La La Land. <laughs> so, Beach, what's going on? What? Exactly. Yeah. What? You said, what's going on? Should we read from it? Should we have him read from the book? I don't think we really have enough time for that. Yeah, that gets a little pressed. It does get a little, yeah. It gets a little tight. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I thought that's how you liked it. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, um. Is there is there a deer beach going on? No, we haven't had one in a long time. Really? No, we we've wanted to, but I mean, no one's written in and sent us one. And I'm gonna have to check with my friends and get some deer beach. You need to get some. Tell them, you know, on. they they can send them to you know Valentine mm-hmm. at gmail.com or yeah, or call you know, or call at four two five 
948-3075. Yeah. I had to think about that for a minute. Okay, so so Beej, I got some questions maybe. Ooh. So this, Here we go, Beej, get is ready. This, this is not a specific incident, but yeah, it is. I've he, decided... He says that it's a specific Well, incident. I've decided to put myself back out there into the dating world. Uh-oh. Because things with my boyfriend are just not fulfilling, so I've decided to have an open relationship. Well, that's because your boyfriend's your left hand, or is it the right hand? Depends on which one's more numb. Okay. Oh, it's an open relationship. <laughs> it's an open so you can switch. <laughs> he, he's now a gay Mormon. A three-way with myself. Yeah. Um, he's gay Mormon. He has two wives. Or two. <laughs> the, Norm- the Mormons haven't even been knocking on doors, which is so disappointing. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Do you ever pass a couple guys on bikes and just throw them your address? No. He's <laughs> like, knock on my door, studs. I'm gonna have to start doing that, but with your address, I need, <laughs> I'm gonna get Andy's address, and I'm just gonna start giving it to people. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny! I actually, for a good time. Actually, I was jogging in the park the other day, and afterwards, I almost went on Facebook and said, "Hey, for that guy I saw at the park, here's my number." I was like, "I need to get a T-shirt that that has my number that I can just like, yeah, flash, just flash it, like yeah. call me." Yeah, but um, so I decided to put myself back out there. I I just barely got on a couple dating sites, set up the profile, and I just kind of like, do I even want to do this again? But um. You know, now did you go to Christian Mingle? I did not. I hear that's where you can get the really good ones. There's Christian Mingle. There's also Donald Daters for the Trump supporters in your life. <laughs> there's a dating site for everything. Wow. Um, so I actually, no, I, I did match in OkCupid and that's it right now. But, um, but I thought I'll just see how, it, you know, I didn't, I kind of thought I'd start with the, the top and work my way down to the bottom yeah. feeders. Farmers right? only. Yeah. They make you wear sheep's outfits. Mm-hmm. They like wool. <laughs> um, so, so, I don't know if it's a good time to do that because, like, I mean, you know, we're, we're coming out of COVID, so we should be able to go on dates again here pretty should soon. Should be able to send. Um, I did see an article where they said that people should wear uh, masks during sex, but... Hmm. I never get that'd be good for my wife, then she doesn't have to look but, at my face. But. but I saw this guy, maybe Beach can't with this one. I saw this guy at Fred Meyer, super nice guy, super hot, right? He was checking me out, but finance, like, you know, my groceries, not like the way I was no. checking him out. But then I thought, well, when's it too soon to go back? Because I almost went back the next day. Now it's been like a week and a half, and now I feel like it's maybe too late. But it's the Fred Meyer over by my mom and dad's house, so it's not the one I usually shop at. No. So I have to go out of my way. And I don't know, Beach, do I just give him my, my card and say, hey, you know, call me. Um, I don't even know if he's gay. That's a problem. Hmm. One way to find out. Oh, I've always had problems trying to figure out if like girls are lesbian or not, especially <laughs> in this world. Right. Yeah. But uh, I don't really know. It's I'm not really in the right headspace to think about this kind of thing. You just we just woke him up. I know. I know. That's right. Yeah. I'd say give him the card. Well, I will. I will. Yeah. I'll do a test run, and I will let you know how it goes. And give him the card. <laughs> be like, yeah. All right. I can't go back till I'm at least wearing my T-shirt with my my brand on it, so that maybe he'll ask about yeah. it and be like, "Oh, that's mine. Look it up." Yeah, look it up. I can show you some awkward. Because he asked me if I was from here, which yeah. I thought was a weird question for a checker to ask. Him. That is a weird question. Mm. Maybe just because he's not used to seeing you. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Hmm. Or maybe he was hitting on you And now he's wondering Man that guy was cute And he never came back to see me I know Apparently I wasn't good enough for him Damn I hope that's hmm. not the case Yeah I don't like them putting chemicals in the water That turn the friggin frogs gay Do you understand that? <laughs> I just felt like playing that one I love it, I love uh, it. See that's what we were missing uh, the whole show Was that stuff That Yes We needed you hitting the, the sound bites Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what keeps me out of the going the, down the other, you know, going down the, the other sh- the, the, path. the other path of show. His alter personality. Mm-hmm. So how far? So I, I've been hearing that's, the love stinks. So yeah, I usually start that around goodbye. three and a half minutes. So we're almost. So done. we have about a minute and a half left. Right on. Well, I this has been an interesting episode. We did go down like the dark, you know, it's, brain cells and thought. Yeah, it, it is kind of that time of the world right it now. Is, it yeah, is. Yeah, I do. It is nice to and now for something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a completely different episode. So thank you for coming in. It's always a blast having you. And thank you. Well, we might have to make you come back next week and actually have an episode where we're not going all like, right. you know, being all whatever. That Throw was some weird. humor into it. Throw maybe. some humor into it. 
you know, get Beach to, to stay awake. I need to give him some more caffeine or something. He drank a freaking monster before we started this. Yeah. It was marshmallow. Hmm. Marshmallow or rock star. I don't know. Whatever. I didn't know they. Yeah, apparently yeah, it's a I new think one. it's new. Yeah. So, so for the listeners, yes, this was a weird episode. Thank you for for sticking through it. Um, hope you learned something. I, I enjoyed it actually, but um, <laughs> it was a good chat. It was a good chat. Um, send your your hate mail to uh, <laughs> uh, Valentine.entertain at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail 425-948-3075 and other than that um, as always recorded live at NWCZ Studios in uh, Tacoma and I'm out <laughs>